Irie Emerald Productions presents Tall Tales from a Short Memory, narrated by Bill Nealon and Sharika Shim. Posing, Moving Sculptures. What makes competitive bodybuilding compelling? Is it the trophies? The magazine covers or endorsements? I think it's those very few who transcend their physical development into a work of art. John Grimmick, the monarch of musledom, dominated the 1940s, winning the Mr. America two years in a row forced a new rule, stating that from then on, the Mr. America title could only be won once. Years ahead of his time in terms of development, but more than that, the timeless photos of him that portray dynamic power, movement, and athleticism even today are mimicked, but not duplicated. He was thick and masculine, yet exemplified grace. Grimmick emulated the image of the Greek gods. His poses possessed a coil tension like a predator ready to spring. His creativity set the example for others to follow. When God made Grimmick, he broke the mold. A decade and a half later came Bill Pearl. Already a legend at 35, Bill was a four-time Mr. Universe making one of the most notable comebacks in bodybuilding history, winning the 1971 NABBA Mr. Universe at 41 years old. Herculean, like his predecessor, a sense of power emanated from him. Similar to Grimmick, yet different than the competitors of today, Pearl never looked directly into the camera when photographed. Even though Pearl's physique was flexed, his expressionless face lent an effortless quality to the pose as though there was nothing difficult about it. This gave his photos a sense of the male form when fully developed as art. Mastering this technique cemented Bill's position as one of the all-time greats. During the late 60s through the early 80s, a new breed of bodybuilder was born, led by Frank Zane. Known as the chemist, he was physically very different than both Grimmick and Pearl giving an appearance similar to Michelangelo's David. This was not by accident. Zane personified individuality, which brought a level of posing and aesthetics not seen before. By doing so, set a standard emulated by millions worldwide. His movements simply looked like living art. He didn't clench his fists. Rather, he opened his hands, giving his image a casual, almost relaxed look. Symmetry and grace ruled. Like Pearl, he made it look effortless. Posing slowly and deliberately gave his presentation a sense of importance. Zane's individualism placed him in a class all by himself and made him a three-time Mr. Olympia, highly revered all over the world. After the Zane era, the mid-'80s ushered in Lee Labrada, a hybrid of Pearl and Zane, not as massive as Pearl, but denser than Zane and possessing all Zane's proportions. Lee was a perfectionist in his endeavor, and in my opinion, the best. Pacing his posing at times to be faster and more dynamic than Zane, he also incorporated martial arts moves, which gave his routine an entirely different aspect he called mass with class. His flawless presentations dominated all other competitors, and rarely did he do the same pose twice. 
a perennial Mr. Olympia finalist, owning a host of professional titles, Lee was one of the very best in the game. Beautifully developed from head to toe, it would be hard to find a flaw in his physique. And he presented it masterfully. Chris Dickerson, the first black Mr. America, paved the way for other great black bodybuilders. He won the Mr. Universe four times, twice his high class, and then overall titles in the amateur and professional division. An exceptionally long career from the 60s through the 90s, Chris competed almost 30 years. Great as Labrada was, he was inspired by Chris Dickerson, who was taught by his mentor, Bill Pearl. Both Chris and Lee were men of shorter stature and had to overcome the disadvantage by their quality and presentation. Thinking outside the box, Chris used artful and athletic movements to present his physique, focusing on the harmony of his muscles more than their size. Being a thinking man's bodybuilder, Chris defeated larger adversaries through creativity, determination, and the quality of development. Atlantic City, 2008. Melvin Anthony shocked the bodybuilding world with a posing routine like no other. The first half is full of dignified, smooth grace as he moves like a panther. Then the music stops and modern breakdance music plays. Melvin alternates between fluidly undulating to locking his body fully flexed where every striation is visible. Dancers call this the pop and lock. No one does it better than this man. Possessor of many professional titles and in high demand as a guest poser, he earned the nickname the Magnificent One. A master of body control, his presentation was jaw-dropping, maximizing the spectacle by having such a high level of definition, he was almost transparent. Melvin led this new form of entertainment throughout the 2000s into the modern era of bodybuilding. The tremendous impact these men had in their poses depended on being in their very best possible shape. Not being in top shape would have dulled their impressiveness no matter how effective the poses were. Each of these champions personified their own sense of style to be appreciated by the fans. It was also their dignity and demeanor from the posing platform that commanded respect and adulation. Although different, each man had their own level of greatness. Their performances will live on and inspire forever.